All right. Welcome to Mixed Media. We are a weekly podcast where we talk about all things related to art, uh, mostly in our you know particular fields, but just art in general. And today we are doing our uh, second, I don't want to say annual, but sort of, I guess we can say second annual Oscar review with the Oscars that uh, just took place on uh, Sunday. So we're slightly late and not on our normal time, but we hopefully have some interesting uh, takes on uh, the Oscars in our respective fields. So uh, with that out of the way, uh, let's introduce ourselves. So I'm Ben Costello. I'm a flute player and a media composer. And I'm Irving Nestor. I'm a filmmaker and media entrepreneur. I own a company called Ariella. I'm Nathan Nestor. I'm a game developer and 3D modeler. Cool. Um, how is your guys' uh, week, by the way? Uh, besides Oscar stuff, how are things? I know Ben had a special event. Yeah, it was it was good. You know, I had um, spring break, so a lot of time to to practice and uh, listen to a lot of a lot of music. I listened to a ton of stuff, and yeah, like Irving mentioned, uh, I had a really cool opportunity yesterday. Which, uh, you know, I think why why we moved the show back to today because we wanted all of us to be uh, be on the show for uh, Oscar evaluation or whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah, so yesterday I got to play for uh, Jenny Olsen in a master class. And uh, Jenny Olsen is a very prominent uh, L.A. session flute player. Um, plays She plays on all sorts of commercial things, um, you know, hundreds of major motion pictures, um, featured very heavily on uh, La La Land in particular, but lo- lots of really big scores over the past, you know, about 12-ish years. Uh, so it was really, really awesome getting to getting to play for her and uh, getting some advice from her. Let's see, what what's happening in my neck of woods? Oh, I spent a lot of time watching Oscar movies <laughs> and trying to get through as many of them as I can. Ten is too many, so I will never get through all ten, probably ever. Anything else that's happening on my end? Um, I did my quarterly review over the last quarter, and I'm starting this next quarter uh, that starts in a few days. Hopefully uh, focusing on content creation. So I'm kind of excited for that transition. It's kind of a big lifestyle change in a weird way, but uh, we'll see if I can manage it. So <laughs> that's pretty much it for me. How about you, Nathan? I've just been pretty busy with like school stuff over the weekend and stuff like that. I watched the game developer, uh, yeah, the game developers conference, uh, developers choice awards. So that's interesting. Oh, so you do have awards to talk about. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Although, I mean, I, I watched it today, uh, like earlier today. So I don't really like. I didn't really like. Um, I didn't have time to look into like all these games I've you know haven't heard much about and stuff like that. So but some games I'm like, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> Never heard of that. So yeah. And I guess a few housekeeping notes as uh, a few people trickle in. We normally stream at mon- on Mondays at nine thirty p.m. Not tuesdays at 7 p.m that's we're just doing this so that we could get ben on board since he had his event yesterday uh for a quick oscars review and also we have a locals page so if you go to mixedmedia.locals.com we have a page where you can go support us and that really helps us get this content out it's encouraging there are costs for me i had to spend a 
you know, so, eh, not a lot of money, but some money to try to bang out these Oscar <laughs> Oscar films, which I probably wouldn't have otherwise, you know, forced myself to watch this many of them, you know, in any given uh, year. But I uh, wanted to do that for you guys. So uh, if you could head over to mixbeat.locals.com, you'll see a whole bunch of perks and stuff like that. Uh, that you get for joining, including access to the live whiteboard. I finally pointed in the right direction. It's opposite. That's what it is. <laughs> uh, you know, there's this live whiteboard over here. Uh, I wish I had my iPad. I could demonstrate it, but you can draw on it and do whatever you want. Doodle um, within reason, of course, as well as get your stuff reviewed, whether you're an indie dev or, you know, a filmmaker or a musician or a photographer or whatever. Um, just uh, hit us up and we'll uh, review your stuff on the show and hopefully that'll be helpful. So there are more perks than that. You just got to go check it out at mixedmedia.locals.com. And I think that's pretty much it for housekeeping. So uh, how about news? Any interesting stuff happening other? Well, maybe Oscars related news. (laughs) Uh, One last thing. It should be noted that I'm leaving early. So uh, yeah, I won't have like a segment this time. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's relevant to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, is there any gaming news, Nathan? Mm, nothing I can think about on top of my head other than the Game Developers Choice Awards, which I think personally is uh, conducted in a better manner than the Video Game Awards. Um, I was actually able to sit through the entire hour of it like without like being like, why am I here? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was good. But I can't think of anything um, uh, particularly crazy in the news cool yeah honestly i spent most of my time thinking about and listening to all these scores so i did not did not think about looking for anything but I, I feel like that's probably where most of the news in the film music world is at least is uh with the oscars so you know well we could talk about the one piece of uh, i guess ratchet news uh that, <laughs> that i found out about uh about uh on the discord um because i didn't actually watch the oscars um (laughs) um, but i think nathan posted it first or something like that yeah and uh, my my uh my initial reaction is that this was fake and so i guess just i guess i don't know it's just kind of an interesting thing because it sparked a lot of discussion around the academy and its rules and all that stuff from like a filmmaking uh perspective I went ahead and watched. Oh, so wait, I didn't even say what we're even talking about. The slap hurled heard around the world. Uh, <laughs> here, I'll pull it up because I actually uh, downloaded it. I forgot that I did that earlier today. Here, let me pull it up real quick so you can see what we're talking about. Jada, I love you. GI Jane too. Can't wait to see it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that was a that was a nice one. Okay. I'm out here. Uh oh, Richard. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Will Smith. Did- the sound cuts out there uh, in the original live feed, although I think you can find the sound uh, somewhere else. Yeah, because if- in the Japanese version, it was not censored. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but or then. The Japanese version, I mean, same version, but you know, on Japanese television. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it it sparked some interesting discussion, I guess, um, if you're into celebrity drama. But, you know, even more interesting to me is uh, the Academy side of things, because uh, after I watched it, I was like, I don't think this is scripted at all. I think this actually just happened. Um, And uh, I was surprised. I mean, 
like literally i don't think i mean these are actors of course so you know i guess you could make the argument that there's some oscar worthy acting happening here uh but uh no i i really don't think so just uh based off of will smith sitting back down his reaction afterwards was uh um something outside of the bounds of probably what have would have been planned anyway <laughs> if they were to plan something and uh his initial reaction of course was to laugh at the joke and then you can see jada react negatively and i think that's what sparked the uh reaction from will smith which is not a detail I think would have been scripted, right? You don't think they would have scripted, you know, him laughing first and then, you know, and then reacting and then running up, whatever. Um, but the, the discussion is mostly about, you know, the Academy and I think 2017 um, in response to some Me Too stuff, uh, instituted code of conduct for uh, Oscar winners going forward from there. So, well, with a few notable exceptions, <clears throat> Kevin Spacey, <clears throat> end quote. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the the Academy's rule is essentially stuff like this. Like, this is assault, right? They literally assaulted him. <laughs> His Oscar should be, in theory, forfeited that he literally just won, uh, which was uh, Best Actor Oscar, which would be kind of crazy to just win an Oscar, have a reaction, and then lose it the same day. <laughs> That's pretty intense. I think he hadn't won it. If there's any, didn't he actually get the award after this incident? Yeah, oh, is it? Oh, okay. Yeah. That's how that's how it went down. Okay. Well, it would have been interesting if they had to switch the name, the name last minute or something like that. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, there's discussions about you know whether the rules are really rules or are they just you know for show. And uh, you know, since there have been exceptions in the past made and. You know, <clears throat> Kevin Spacey, uh, <laughs> you know, for unknown reasons. Yeah, I, I don't really know. But uh, that that's the discussion in the Academy circles. I think most people have a negative reaction to this whole thing in terms of Will Smith's reaction. Uh, I saw some negative uh, reactions with regards to Chris Rock's joke, although, I mean, eh, I mean... It was, I don't think it was a particularly funny joke anyway, but like it wasn't, it's just, it's just another comedian joke. I, I don't think there's, there's much more to it than that. That's kind of the thing that you do at the Oscars is you roast people. So I don't know. I mean, <laughs> that's the event in a nutshell. I don't know if you guys have thoughts. Well, I will say it's the only part of the Oscars that I saw. I mean, I, <laughs> afterwards, you know, I, um, but yeah, I mean, apparently there's, like, at least when I read this, some more, like, context, too, in that, like, the last time this guy hosted the, the Oscars, he also made, like, a said something about Will Smith's wife and... Yeah, the, there's some personal drama that I didn't want to get into <laughs> that, that, yeah. that involves Chris Rock and it, some petty stuff. I don't know. It means nothing to me. Like my frame of reference, I don't even know who. Like I know who I I know who Will Smith is, but I don't know what any of these other people are. I don't really care. But yeah, well, at least I guess from the Oscars point of view, these people are talking about it. I, you know, I, and that's not that's not. I mean, for the wrong reasons. Um, so I don't know. I've seen a lot of people saying, "Well, is this going to be what saves saves the uh, Oscars and makes it relevant?" Turn the Oscars into the WWE. <laughs> it's yeah. It, it, well, but I don't know. 
the focus is even less on the art now. You know, taking not that the focus was on the art recently. That's been part of the problem, but. Yeah, and if you are on our Discord, you can see me complaining a little bit about that. But yeah, I, I don't think this is a way to get back to the art form. No, and I actually have a feeling that the Academy is, is extremely embarrassed with this whole thing because it puts them in this weird, precarious situation. And most people have a negative reaction too, so it's a negative association. And, you know, well, yeah, I talked about it in the Discord a little bit. I'll talk about it a little bit more later. But, you know, a lot of this stuff is like a divide in the types of people who are our celebrities right and like the average everyday person and this is just even worse because the average everyday person knows that if they did this randomly at a bar there's like a good percent chance that they'd go to jail so for for assault because that's literally an assault yeah i can i kept seeing the argument like if there's a random person at the oscars who wasn't will smith and they did that they'd probably be like immediately you know they have, they have to leave you know <laughs> And the police did right. respond, is my understanding, although I, I didn't verify that. Uh, they, they did arrive, which I, was more than I was expecting. <laughs> and uh, Chris Rock didn't press charges, which is not how that works usually with assaults. But whether or not that discretion is biased in this case or not, you know, come to your own conclusions. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised, honestly, if not that I know, but just... I wouldn't be surprised if the LA County had some like special police unit that is like for such events as this, you know, I don't know. I wouldn't, I don't know that. I'm just, I, I just, I wouldn't be surprised if they did. Yeah. Me neither. Me neither. And the only other news is uh, there was a uh, piece of news that came about a, a little while ago, but uh, in my reading uh, about the Batman, because uh, I want to see how it did, like usual, in the box office, see how healthy it was for the cinema, is that its original leaked budget of $100 million, which, was be, which would put it as a fairly cheap superhero movie, and uh, made me excited, actually, that it was only made for $100 million. It also looks like it could have been made for only $100 million, not in a bad way at all. Just like it didn't have as much just over much like explosions and, you know, just a lot of, you know, Marvel-esque action sequences that would cost, you know, millions and millions of dollars. So $100 million sounded like it was doable, but uh, it turns out it actually cost $200 million is the more close to the official figure, which now puts it as the at the third most costly Batman movie ever made. So much big, much uh, you know, difference from the original uh, thought, which kind of makes me a little bit more sad because you know, it, I mean, the film still did well. So in the up to now, it's made six hundred seventy-four million dollars worldwide. Uh, and remember, you have to take its stub budget and double it to get its, you know, uh, total budget, including market marketing, roughly speaking. So it spent four hundred million dollars, and up to now, it's made six hundred seventy-four million dollars worldwide. That's good that it made its money. It's going to make a lot more money, definitely. Uh, but it could have been so much better. I, you know, we look at these things usually in terms of multiples. Like, how many times did they multiply their in initial investment? And we haven't even multiplied it twice yet. So we'll see. We'll see what happens going forward with that film. Although in terms of personal experience, I think it was a quite quite the healthy thing for cinema. It was great to see a full theater on the third weekend or something like that. You know, a full cinema for the Batman and it actually being a competent and just solid, good 
fun watch. Uh, that was that was a that was a uh, a good thing, very good thing for cinema, and well loved by the audiences. So that that was good. I got a clap on the third weekend at the end of it, which was literally surprised me. So uh, that's a good thing, and that's it for cinema news, pretty much. If you want to see the live streams as soon as we're done, as soon as we're down, let's say you can't make it to our live show, but you want to hear our thoughts on something immediately instead of wait potentially two weeks because I'm really bad at backlogged on editing um, to hear the final podcast, then you've got to go to mixedmedia.locals.com. And that's one of the perks on there is getting access to the link to the raw live stream as soon as it's taken down. Um, and you'll see all the gaffes as we talk about the weird sound issues that I have and internet connection problems that you normally normally get deleted out of the podcast. So <laughs> there's my pitch. Uh, with that, I guess we'll go over to the Oscars music stuff. So let me cue the intro and then uh, we'll, get it, we'll get going. 